Hey there, welcome to the Geese with Kids. This week we are reviewing Trials Rising, Ubisoft's sixth offering in the 2.5D Racing Trials series, which started in 2000 as a browser game. This latest incarnation is developed by Red Links and Ubisoft Kiev and is available on Windows, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and the PS4. Thanks to Ubisoft for giving us a review code for the PS4. And joining me on this review is Shouse. How's it going, hey, sir? It is going great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so have you played any of the previous Trials games before? You know what? This is my first uh, adventure into the Trials world, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, so the first one I ever played was actually um, a free offering from the PSN. Like, we had a free version of Trials before. And I think I may have played the browser game. It feels really familiar. Like I kind of but, feel that way, too. Yeah. Yeah, like one of those old games like we used to play back in 2000. Oh, back in 2000. Yeah, we were in university then. Yeah, so you know you were, instead of studying, you were playing this game on, what, Mozilla, not even Firefox back then? Playing this, I was probably playing uh, Half-Life 2, or Half-Life, no, I was playing Half-Life, Half-Life 1, 2. probably. No, Half-Life 2. When did Half-Life 2 come out? Eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to cut this out anyway. Oh. <laughs> so, um, no, it's all staying in. <laughs> so for this latest incarnation, what do you think of the graphics for the game? You know what, it's a, it's a pretty game. I'm, I'm going to say I was quite impressed. Yeah, just for a little like 2D.5, 2.5D racing game, it looks really good. Like it's not a like ridiculous improvement over the previous games, but there's there is an upgrade. There's a lot more particle effects. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of depth too. I don't know if you played the like movie studio track, but like there's a lot of things going on. Like there's yeah. vehicles and trains like flowing through and when you're on the movie set there's like a special effects sequence that happens in the middle of it and it, it it's a big improvement i think in the in the game it, it's almost like it's prettier than it needs to be and, <laughs> and I, I like that did, did did you get distracted by how pretty it was no not not like it was like as i was playing like i i, I feel like this is the kind of game where it doesn't need to to show off visually it's it's more of a um a gameplay and and sort of experiencing the the physics and mm-hmm. and and some of the ridiculousness that goes along with that um and, and the the nice graphics were just sort of like you know just like an extra layer of icing on top you know it 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 it, it kind of just added that 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 shine to it i don't know if that, that's the best way to describe it no no for sure um it, it, it's 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 nice because this like the graphics and the audio were both top notch like and it's not something that you really need for a game like this what do you think of the music and the sound effects for it oh the the the, the um the music matched up really nice with the the atmosphere mm-hmm. that, that the game was portraying right like and and sort of to go along with like graphics, like I'm thinking of like a lot of the customizations too. So if you sort of picture, you know, you get your your bike, you get your uh, various gear that you're wearing, you got the music playing that goes along with the level that you're in. It's like, oh, this is this is you know, you close your eyes for a second, you just sort of soak it all in, right? They have the the, the licensed music that's 
really great for this game because it makes you it makes you, it gives you that little kick in the butt to want to keep playing because it's yeah it's that pump up it's like that Tony Hawk type feel right oh I used to love those games yeah it, it does have that feel because it, it it's also like the I mean we'll talk about the gameplay in a second but it, it does have that um I, I can do this just a little bit better if I try it one more time kind of feel and then the musical kick in and swell up and you're like yeah I'm doing it I'm doing it and then you yeah, fall it, and you're like Okay, I'm going to start it again. <laughs> restart, restart, restart. I got this, I got this. So speaking about that, the the doing it just one more time, just one more time. This is, Charles is one of those games that are like really deceptive. They're easy to pick up, but really hard to master with all the physics and the, the different moves you can do. Like you can't just hold R2 and the gas to go through the whole track. You have to measure everything to make sure you don't crash. Uh, and so that you can do tricks to yeah. prolong your, you know, your momentum. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you can totally do it sort of the safe way. Like I remember the first time playing through a first couple of levels, I was like, okay, okay, am I going to make this jump? Okay. I'm trying Okay. I'm, I'm lined up. I'm going to land. Okay. Perfect. I landed. And then the next time I try it, I'm like, okay, well maybe I can you know, get a little bit higher. Maybe I can try doing a flip or something. And then, so you're, you're sort of pushing yourself a little bit and then, you know, you're inevitably going to, you know, crash your bike and, and, and flip over with some, some cool ragdoll effects and you're like <laughs> you're laughing and you want to go back and try it again. But it, it does sort of push you to, to see if you can sort of pull off that one one trick. And, and it does kind of feel like the, the Tony Hawk games in that regard. Mm-hmm. And this game, there's a lot of new uh, features for the game. They have this thing called the University, which are tutorials to show you how to do different tricks and how to use the different gameplay mechanics to get through a track. What do you think of that? That's a, it's totally new. So none of the previous Charles games did this. So you were just blindly going through it. Yeah. Uh, there, there was there was one very early on. I think it was like the first or the second level in the university where you're you're just being shown one of the most basic commands, which is sort of this lean feature where you're sort of leaning forward or <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. And and it really it wants you to use that feature, and you want to just you're like I got this, I got this, I don't need to do this. And and if you if you if you try to push yourself too quick, it doesn't work. Your bike's going to flip over. You're going to have to go back and try it again. So I remember spending a bunch of time on this one level, just having to take a breath and say, okay, I am going to do the level the way the game wants me to. I'm going to try to master this skill. And, and if I, if I get frustrated, I'm going to have to start over because it's not going to reward me for doing anything, but the correct way to solve this level. And so it sort of forces you to, to get better at that, at that skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you do finally beat it, it's like, yes, okay, finally, I think I, I think I got how to do this now. Yeah. yeah. So in previous games, there would be this sort of progression where you do these different challenges and you get points to unlock more courses. And this year for Trials Rising, they have contracts. So there are these sponsors that tell you to do certain things through a track and you get different points for that. What do you think of that new feature? It was, uh, it was, it was neat. Like it was, it was sort of, giving you a little bit of guidance right like you you weren't just doing the levels you were you were trying to see what what you could do um beyond just getting from level one to level two to level three like what were your thoughts on it so so for the first couple leagues um it was fine like doing the the contracts for the sponsors were cool plus you got you know the stickers and whatnot but as you got like like stickers (laughs) as you got further along the game some of the some of those uh uh, contracts got a little bit grindy for me yeah uh, because you'd want to you know get to this next track but you need to unlock a certain amount of points and o- the only way to do that is to do this like crazy contract and you know 
it, it it's fun and all, but it, it it did get grindy for me later. Uh, maybe a little bit too much, but you know, because it is this game, it it did make me want to play it more and more and more. It, it kind of reminded me of um, the, you know, the Spider-Man game for uh, uh, PS4. Mm-hmm. There was there was a series of sort of side missions where you were tasked with trying to get either bronze, gold, or was it bronze, silver, or gold? Yeah. Um, and depending on what level you get in that, you get a certain number of of bonuses. Mm-hmm. And and those actually felt grindy in the same kind of way for me. Like it was like, okay, I can easily get, you know, the bronze level, but if I really want to get silver or gold, I got to really push myself and try it and try it and try it. And, and I was starting to notice that a little bit in, in trials as well, that I, I um, it, it was easy to complete some of them, but then if you really wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, get, get that higher tier, you had to keep pushing yourself and pushing yourself. And, and, you know, like this, you know, our, our podcast is Geeks with Kids. So it's like, you know, when you got kids, you don't always have sort of unlimited time to play. Yeah. And so some and of those it, it might be harder just, for kids playing this game. Like this yeah, game is yeah, exactly is simple slash hard enough for a kid to pick up and play. So, so my son actually played this one with me. I wanted him to experience the game with me and he had never played anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And so I did the first couple of levels and I, and, and I tried them out and, and uh, he, you know he, he's he's laughing and like whenever I would ragdoll and, and and crash and there was lots of lots of that where you when you did crash it wasn't just a crash often it was spectacular you would land in some in some barrels that would explode and shoot you over to another barrel that would explode and yep and so he's just laughing and laughing um, and and so there there was the fun that went along with that but then watching him actually try to beat some of these levels and and you know realize that he can't just hold down the R two he has to let go and only give himself enough gas to, to get over that particular jump or to get as high as he needs to. Uh, it was kind of cool to watch. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, I played it with my daughter, and she's a little bit young. She's four, so she doesn't really understand it. She doesn't really play video games either. But she did like laughing at it, and I did let her hold the control, the, a second controller while we tried out the tandem bike. Did you end up trying the tandem bike with your son? You know what? I couldn't find it. <laughs> it I, I, I wanted to. You had told me about it, but I couldn't find it at the time we had played. But tell me about it. it, it so it's on, the, it's on the far right when you get to choose your bike for the, you know, for, the, for the track. And basically, you have one person in the front and one person in the back. And you're sort of controlling both ends. So oh, it's, wow. it's, 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 it's funny as you're playing, right? And especially when you have someone who doesn't know how to play the game, you're just falling all over the place and exploding, which, is, you know, it's a lot of fun. I, I feel like both people would have to be like having a, like just, just laughing and having a good time with a level like that. Can you imagine if one person was really desperately trying to beat the level and the other person wow. wasn't? You, you can't be super serious when you're doing the tandem bike, not at all. Um, and I think the idea of, if you want to do the competitive multiplayer, they have that in this game too, right? Like you're you're racing against ghosts, um, pretty much in every track, and those, yeah, those are often real people. Um, I was, <laughs> yeah, and I remember doing those, and it's like, okay, okay, it's me and like three, you know, random people trying this level out. It's gonna be good. Let's go, three, two, one, and off they go. And I'm like, okay, they they've completely, I'm in their dust, <laughs> and <laughs> let's just see if I can beat the level. Meanwhile, they're 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 working on on world records and whatnot. Yeah, it's harder because you only have the the starter bike at at the beginning, but all these other people have like the further bikes that you can oh, yeah. unlock as you go further in the game. Um, did you end up trying any of the stadiums? Uh, no. So the stadiums were sort of like a um, 
they had a, a multi tracks. So you'd try and beat a set of like four people and then three people and then two and then one or something like that. Okay. Uh, it was actually really cool. Um, it was a new feature and also really neat. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Now, we both played this on the PlayStation. Yeah, I also uh, played it on the PC. Yeah, what were your thoughts on the PC version or how it differs from the console? So um, it's pretty much the same. Graphics are a little bit better, um, but that's about it. I played with an Xbox One controller, so it felt exactly the same, I think. Um, and ba- by me playing it, I didn't play the final code. I played the beta that was on last weekend to okay. try and unlock some stuff. And just to see how it differed from the PS4. But really, it's pretty much the same. The only thing that I've heard is that the Nintendo Switch version suffers in the graphics department. Okay. So there's a little bit of lag and stuff, which is unfortunate. Like I was thinking, this, this would be a kind of cool Nintendo Switch game in the sense that, you know, you just, when you're on the go, if you're on the bus or something, you could just pick it up and do a couple of levels. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so uh, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully they can, they can clean up the, uh, if there's any issue with graphics, they can maybe put out a patch or something. Yeah, we'll see. Um, for so we talked about the grinding aspect of the game. What do you think of the loot boxes? Everybody loves the loot boxes these days, eh? I hate right? them. I hate them so much. Ah, uh, and and like, but I love stickers. That, I love the stickers. Those were fun. So did, uh, did you mean, end up least, putting stickers on your person? Yeah, I was playing with that a little bit, and, and I I thought it was neat that you get a new loot box automatically every, every time, time you level, level your character up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so loot boxes, even though you do have the opportunity to, you know, purchase some more if you want them and, and, and access them in different ways, at least you know that as you play through the game, you're still going to get to participate in the loot box experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Know, kind of fun. You, you get it and you hold down the button and it does the whole animation of it opening. And, you know, you can see if the items that you got are rare or they're ultra or whatever. It's, it's cool. Yeah, there are some cool um, ultra stuff that uh, I got while playing the game. So, you know, I can't really complain about that um so one thing that each trials game has had um since at least the the two that i've played previous the psn plus one you know what i also played um they did a trials of the blood dragon do you remember when far cry did blood dragon yeah they did a trials version of blood dragon as well which i thought was funny it it wasn't part of the main uh trials series but it was an offshoot and it was still pretty fun wow so um each of these trials games have always at least from what i've played had a level editor so you know you know what this game really reminds me of excite bike with like yes. it's, it's a new version of excite bike with a level editor so that you could make your own things did you get to play around with the level editor i was i was messing around with it a little bit um i i, I was having i was having issues with um being able to keep my son engaged in that uh, process because mm-hmm. he was like let's let's keep playing what are you doing i don't want to <laughs> build levels i want to play and so i it just depends i guess you know i was like oh i'm just you know i'm trying this out i want to see what it what it's like i know i want i want to watch you flip over and fall off your bike again <laughs> no same i i didn't I, I i played around with the level editor a bit but it's 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 not complex but there's a lot of time and effort that you need to put into yeah. it. So you so can it's build like a, it's something. It's like a really good Mario Maker level. You have to put the time into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that it's there. I won't use it, but I'm glad that other people will make amazing things that I get to play with later. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what it was like when I was playing uh, Little Big Planet, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you knew all those tools were there to make a level if you wanted to, but it was much more fun watching or playing the levels that other people made, like people with actual you know, level building talent. I think I think a level editor also is really good for you know teens like that want to get into 
maybe level design for, you know, if they want to go into video game development, right? This is having these tools is a good way to sort of branch into that passion. And maybe you can start that, you know, for school, right? You could always always show this off and maybe put it in part of your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think that's what they're saying is the way to get into game development now, right? Is to be able to actually make stuff on your own mm-hmm. and, and, and show those off in the community and, you know, whether they're a, a trials level or, you know, a, a map for, you know, your favorite shooter. Yeah. That's what I used to do when I was in, when I didn't have kids and back in the early 2000s, I used to make Counter-Strike maps and they actually- Oh yeah, I, I used to make maps for Duke 3D. Ah oh, man, we are nerds. I wish we yeah, could still we do are. that. <laughs> so what do you think overall of the game? I thought it was fun. Like, I, I feel like I'm new to this series, even though it, it has been, you know, around for a little bit. Uh, I hadn't given it as much as much of a look as I as I did this time, and and especially you know with with my kids, I I, I think it would be something fun, like even just to experience that uh, that that humor of, of mm. falling off the bike, but also that motivation to just do a little bit better next time, and hopefully get past that obstacle, and and so we were having a good time playing it. Yeah, so I I do definitely think this is a fun game. It's nice to have a game in the house that you can play in front of the kids. Like, yes, we we do have a lot of games that have language and violence. So this doesn't really have violence, but it has that kind of, you know, the the funny explosions and people flying around stuff that kids yeah. find slapsticky fun, right? But it's fantasy enough that you know they're hopefully not going to think it's okay to you know get on their bike and. <laughs> you know, pick it to the top of the playground and and, sl- and and go down the slide or whatever with it. I will give this game one thing. Like, this is one of those games where I, f- I would find myself saying, you know what? I can play one more time. I can do that. I can do that a little bit better. And then you, yeah. you know, try it and try it again. And you'd be like, oh man, it's been two hours. It's been two hours since that one track. <laughs> yeah. And that, I think that's a sign of a good game. You'll be You'll be better though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, would you recommend this to parents or kids? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would. Yeah, this is one of those fun all-around family games for me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so any final thoughts on the game before we head out? No, just that I, I can't wait to, to get back into it and, and get a little further. I think you, you got further than I did, and so I, I'm looking forward to uh, opening up a few more of those uh, of those maps and just seeing what uh, seeing what kind of crazy things I can get my, my, my bike into. Yeah, for sure. And I'd love to play some multiplayer online with you. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, So we should do that sometime. And thank you guys for listening in. Did you like this game? Why don't you send us an email? You can write us on Facebook. Let us know what you thought of this game. Maybe you liked it. Maybe you didn't. Who knows? Well, we won't know unless you let us know, right? Yeah. Send us us an email. Send us some sort of line. Um, So thanks again to Ubisoft for giving us a review code for the PS4. Um, Mm. We had a blast playing it with our kids trying out with each other um thanks mike for coming on hey thank you have a good one guys happy gaming well that's it for us this week on geeks with kids if you want to get a hold of us you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca and don't forget to like us on facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids follow us on twitter at geekswithkidstn check out our pics on instagram at geekswithkids and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca so if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.